0: Episode 16, Jason L's Custom Concrete.
1: Welcome to Gut Plus Science, analytics about people, insights for executives, truth you can act on, a high-energy, fast-paced, results-oriented exchange featuring employee engagement evangelist and CEO, your host, Nikki Llewellyn.
0: Hey, welcome back, it's Nikki. It's an exciting day on Gut Plus Science. Well, let's be real, every day is pretty darn exciting on Gut Plus Science where we hear from leaders who are building exceptional workplaces and are totally exceeding the averages when it comes to attracting, retaining, and developing talent. Today is another epic story. In just a minute, we'll be talking to a leader in the construction industry who is just flat out ignoring the averages and disrupting the industry. They have gone as far to say their organization is a destination employer, doing everything possible to help their employees thrive as a team member. Here's a little insight on the construction industry. So 87% of construction companies cited culture and engagement as two of their top challenges in 2017, and turnover is a problem in the construction industry, like many, with uh, the average employee staying less than four years. So today, I'm going to talk with Senior Vice President of Custom Concrete, Jason Ells, who lives by the approach Take care of your people and people will take care of you. Jason has been an integral part of Custom Concrete's destination employer mission, and he is one of the most passionate people leaders out there, and he's ready to take us on the inside of the destination employer approach. We'll dive right in, but first, let's hear from one of our fabulous sponsors.
1: LHD is a full service employee benefits firm that empowers their clients to make the best possible decisions for their employees to define optimal objectives, monitor outcomes, improve health, and engage and advocate for employees and their loved ones. Visit lhdbenefits.com.
0: All right, and Jason, welcome to the show. So you know Gut Plus Science is all about helping leaders move the needle on employee engagement. So first up, how do you define employee engagement and why are you so passionate about it?
2: It's not an easy thing to really even understand, much less measure. So I, I think if, if I had to describe it, I would think about maybe just, just my life, w- knowing when I was really excited about my work, I knew I was, I was winning. And I had something that I was fighting for, and we were getting there. And so if we can create that in, 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 our, in our company, a uh, high-stakes winnable game for our people, and they know what good looks like, and they know how to achieve it, I think you have engagement when they understand the purpose and they are emotional about it. They've emotionally bought into it. Then they, they will provide services and products that move the company forward.
0: When you think of some of those traits that represent these engaged employees, when they're showing up at Custom Concrete and giving their very best, like what are some of those traits that you see in them?
2: They just care. I think there's a, there's a certain attitude about them that it's, it's more than just a paycheck they they truly do want to improve not only their life, but they want to have a positive impact on the lives around of, of those who are around them, as well as uh, they just want to be a part of something bigger than themselves. So I think that's one characteristic that we look for. And, and I think it's just a work ethic. They, they, they show, to work, show up to work knowing that they're going to do uh, something good and positive. Those are some of the traits that really stand out to me.
0: I'm so intrigued by Custom Concrete's destination employer concept. I know this has been something you've been working on for quite some time and really going to be a theme on our show today. So, how and why did you come up with this destination employer concept at Custom Concrete?
2: So, as you know, uh there's no secret in it. If you if you look anywhere, there's a conversation about the skills gap and the and the labor gap that we have and you know, we're, we're in the same boat. Uh, a couple of years ago, I was at a conference and the speaker was talking about retaining keepers and keeping uh, those those who that you recruit. And he, he used a word, he, he talked about becoming a destination. And I thought, yeah, that's really, that's, it just kind of got my brain working a little bit. So I wrote it down. I wrote destination employer on my paper. And also underneath that, um, I, I wrote that clarity doesn't come through mere thought, but through action. So on my way back we, we drove to this particular conference several hours i thought and thought and thought about it talked to my wife a little bit about it and then when we got back we we started putting a program together me and and several people i can't take any credit for it started putting this program together of what destination employer looks like and really the the idea the notion is that when people show up to custom concrete they've arrived they they they've they've arrived at their destination the career that they've been looking for And, uh, and, and that's, that's the idea and the thought behind that.
0: Very cool. And I want to break this down because I know that there's so many unique different pieces of it. And so it's become a very complex, like complex in a good way, strategic initiative at custom concrete. And it's a lot of how you evaluate the different things you say yes to in your organization. So if you broke down destination employer as the umbrella, what are all the key programs and components underneath that?
2: Well it starts with recruiting and recruiting is only one thing. you have to you have to get the right people in the door but then when they get to in the door you have to keep them. So we rolled out an onboarding program. Uh, we actually hired an onboarding coordinator and uh, it's, a, it's a different spin on just uh, HR. It, bringing someone that's specifically and very intentionally focused on assimilating our people and making sure they understand, you know who their supervisor is, what their job description is, uh, what what good looks like, and and what you know, what success looks like, and you take that on the on the tail end of a career, all the way through offboarding. And you know, initially that sounds offboarding. You know, what what is that? And and really, the idea is that everyone will have a conclusion to their career at Custom Concrete, and we want them to be prepared. If if they go move on to another career, or if it's retirement or whatever the case may be, we want them to be pre- prepared for the next step. And that's that has a really interesting, it adds a perspective and some depth. We have a wellness program uh, where, you know, we actually, they bring coaches in and, and we, we were able to, we won Healthiest Employer uh, one year and, and we were runner up another year and that was fun as a company.
0: Yeah, uh, I did that.
2: Yeah, and then uh, financial literacy classes, teaching our folks how, you know, just different ideas on on, uh, on finances and what that means and how money works we have a shout out program where our people can give each other shout outs they they can uh, on our app they can they can uh, share with uh, each other the successes that they see we have an above and beyond program where we recognize those employees that are going above and beyond on a quarterly basis and it's it's fun to, to get those group that group of people together and and celebrate their wins we have a photo of the month, uh, where they can be proud of the work they do, and they take photos of that and they turn it in. We vote on it, and they win a prize, and that's fun. And, and then, and then our custom concrete app uh, that we have that just fosters engagement and good communication, and, and they have all the information at the at the uh, at their fingertips. We also have an, EAR, an EAP, an Employee assistant Program. It's it's through Work Life Matters, um, and then and then we we hold quarterly meetings with our key influencers to focus on our biggest engagement issues. It's good to know what the problems are so that we can start fixing them. Wow. So that's, that's sort of in a nutshell. I mean, there's a lot more to it and there's been some some swings and misses, but uh, for the most part, I think we're moving in the right direction.
0: No, this is fantastic. And there's a couple of these, there's, there's so much to it. And there's a couple of them I'd love to break down and really give some like step-by-step to how you've created it and the implementation that you have around these different initiatives, starting with the onboarding. So you brought one person on to join your team that is specifically in charge of building a healthy uh, integration for that employee into the organization talk a little bit about that like what is the concentrated um, i guess onboarding time and what does training look like i know that safety is huge in your business because you have people out you know working in the trenches working with you know big equipment and things so kind of break down like what does that onboarding program look like and the the length of time to be able to ramp them into being a healthy employee in your organization
2: well, it depends on the job description. Obviously, you know, uh, someone working in the office is going to have a completely different onboarding, uh, program than, um, a, a, person who has no experience going out into the field. Um, you know, we, if we say that our people are valuable and then we don't, we don't invest, uh, in, in making sure that it, they're safe, then it's really sending a mixed message. Uh, and we, we really do want our people to be safe. So, Safety is absolutely part of that. We bring them in that first day, and that first day is focused on watching some videos that we've made. Uh, what our what our policies and programs are, their personal protection equipment, um, why it's necessary, and why we hold a pretty hard line on that. And then, you know, onboarding. Some will will go on a ninety day plan where we we follow them and we we touch base with them periodically through uh, their first couple of months to make sure that they. You know, there's no loose ends or they're they're being treated properly or maybe uh, if there's expectations that we're off somehow. Um, and that's that's proven to be helpful. We, we if we get past 90 days, uh, we, we have a better chance of them sticking around.
0: What does mentorship look like in that like first 90 day window?
2: Well, I think we can certainly do better. And I don't want anyone to think that we've got it all figured out. I think that that mentorship right now is pretty organic and we don't have a mentor program. We'd like to to invest into that at some point. But right now, I think our supervisors and, and managers understand the value of having good workers and they are taking the time to be intentional with their people and setting them off to the side and asking them questions on how they're doing and what they need. And and hopefully we've we've created a culture where people feel like they're they're safe their psychological safety is is high enough to where they can ask questions and be just a little bit vulnerable. And I believe leadership here is is vulnerable with them. They do the same thing. They're they're willing to say, yeah, I, I mess up sometimes, and here's how I handle it. And and so that's how it goes right now. I, I wish that we could do a little better though.
0: Sounds like you're taking some good approaches to empowering them to get involved in one-on-one conversations. So when it comes to the offboarding program, you even mentioned, you said, it sounds a little unique. You know, we're planning for offboarding. Talk about what that looks like. How, how are you identifying the people that you're going to be offboarding and how often, and then what does that process look like to bring them to that successful offboarding path, I guess?
2: Well, I think we have to be really careful here too, because, and we're not discriminating. We're not saying, okay, you're getting old. You can't work here anymore. Uh, That's obviously not what we're trying to do. Um, We, we believe, and I think the philosophy is that everyone at Custom Concrete will at some point have a last day. Hopefully it's all successful and happy endings, but they will have a last day at Custom Concrete. And we want to make sure that they're better than when they came to Custom Concrete. We want to make sure that they're the best version of themselves. So it might be that they, they leave custom concrete to go to another job and because maybe they just can't handle the physical, the physical work that we do out in the field. But if, if we could prepare them for that next job and, and help them get the skill sets that they need to be successful in another job, that's a win-win. And, and we, and we play a a vital role in their story. We're we're just a, a part of their journey of life and, and we want it to be a positive one. So it might look like, for example. Retirement planning. You know, you, you, what, are, what are you doing now as a 30-year-old or as a 20-year-old or as a 40-year-old to plan for retirement when that happens and, and, and show them our 401k plan and our match program and, and get them interested in investing in their future as well as then, and then learning, you know, learning opportunities as well.
0: So I think communication in all organizations is so hard, even if you all work in the same space, but especially like your world of having many field-based workers where they come in and check in in the morning, but they're out working in the field all day. We're not rubbing elbows with them a lot and just able to walk down the hall and have conversations. It just makes it tough. So how has your mobile app helped and what else are you doing to drive more of a successful communication across the board?
2: It's crazy that with all the technology that we have, communication t- still is an issue, right? I mean, it, we can get a hold of people in so many different ways, so effectively, but I think that just creates a lot of white noise. I think there's a lot of, uh, a lot of competition for people's attention. In some ways, that's, that's caused worse communication. The other thing is that many of our folks, they they don't have access. They don't have emails account. And if they do, they never look at it. So an app, what what I like about an app is it's a great communication tool. We can, through push notifications, we can send them information or messages about what's going on with the company. But also we can put at their fingertips because everyone has their phone, their smartphone with them all the time. And uh, we can put the vital information about the company at, at, at their fingertips and they have access to it 24 seven and their spouses have access to it as well, which we find is that's another opportunity for engagement. You know, when, when the spouse or significant other is, is uh, plugged in or buying into the company that helps as well. So the app has is, is really helped with bridging some of the, that, that communication gap, uh, as, as well as there's an opportunity uh you know for for branding, you know who we are as a company, we sort of drive in that culture and what we're about and our purpose and and that sort of thing
0: so we've talked a lot about destination employer, and this came from this lightning bulb idea when you heard this gentleman talking about destination and then you brought this back and have been you know mulling over different ideas and it's become this very robust program. My question is. I hear from a lot of leaders how hard it is to get buy-in from A, their executive team to all get on the same page and put a force behind one particular thing together, like getting that buy-in conclusively, and then also rolling it out throughout an organization and getting buy-in from employees. Can you talk a little bit about, was that something that was easy? Was it hard? How have you done that to be able to all get on the same page with this mission of Destination Employer?
2: I think the concept is actually pretty easy. I, you know, it's not like we, we have mean people or the, the owners, the other executives are, they don't want to take care of their people. So that's, that's an easy sell. I think the hard sell is, is more the ROI. You know, this is expensive. This is time consuming. We need to focus on, on concrete, not on um, these warm, fuzzy, touchy-feely type of things. And I think so part of it is, is really drawing a line to how these things actually help us pour concrete. And I think, so that's why I think the first thing you, you, everyone must understand why it's important. They have to see the big picture and the long play. Then it's important to do a little inner introspection um, to, to understand, you know, look inside and, and, you know, a little bit more and look in the mirror, if you will, of how we're doing. A good friend once told me that it's hard to read the label from inside the jar. And I, I love that concept, that visual of it's, it's hard to understand you know, we have we have a perception of ourselves but it's what's more important is everyone else's perception and so how how are we doing and then i think you need data you just have to have data i have grown to appreciate my instinct or my gut on certain decisions but sometimes you like for example you, you know what makes sense in certain situations but data is a game changer you can easily validate what you are what you already thought was true uh, as well as i believe data is more effective with convincing others that change is needed. Um, it's hard to share somebody your feelings, but it's easy to show them data, and it's hard to argue against data. So once you have data, you, you can be more convincing of why, you know, where, where our issues are and why we need to change them. Then I think you really need to build in and you need to shoot for some early victories. You, you really need to have the ability to show a win with whatever problem it is And on what that does is I think that just shows everyone that change can occur. When we focus on something, we put a laser beam focus on an issue, we can affect uh, the the change there. And I think that's important for just building some momentum.
0: I'm curious to know when you were talking about measurement, um, because you said in the beginning, you know, it's about helping to show the the ROI and get a quick win to be able to get buy-in from other people in your organization. I'm sure that, you and everyone else in your one, your organization want to be able to see results and be able to you know see the impact so how do you measure the impact of moving the needle like what are some of the the things that you're looking at to what are what are you measuring and how do you measure exactly
2: so Implify uses a quarterly measurement. They have 14 drivers and three psychological conditions that they measure. They have a completely uh, scientific approach to, you know, with, with asking questions and the right questions. And we, we send that out quarterly and um, our people will, you know, through either an email or a text, go to a web link and they, they've or they answer several questions. uh, And that's once a quarter. And we're able to segment people. We don't know who they are, but we know which bucket they fall into, whether they're in our residential department or commercial department, if they're in the office. And so we can, we can get a feel for the different departments on um, how they're engaged. And we might recognize that, whoa, the, the role clarity driver is low. What do we need to do to reinforce that? And what can we do as a company to help connect what they're doing on a daily basis to the overall purpose of the company? So that's how we're measuring it. And uh, we're, we're meeting our influencers in the company are meeting once a quarter to look at those scores and, and have conversation around what we can do to improve that.
0: That's really interesting. And I'd like to know, you know, have you been able to see through the data a particular area of impact, like based on something you brought to the table, um, you've been able to see the numbers raise and engagement go higher because of a particular effort? Any stories to share around that?
2: So professional development is one. We, we saw a spike on that. We, we put a, made a concerted effort to uh, train our, pe- our people. We had some coaches come in, uh, maybe at the higher level and some different training, sales training and other you know, customer care training opportunities. And in, within that quarter, we saw a jump in professional development. And, and every single time, this is what I, I get so excited about, is every single time we see the data move, we can think back, we can go back and think about what happened in that particular department or as a company, and every single time we can, we can understand, oh, well, okay, knowing that this, the data doing whatever it's doing makes complete and total sense. So that's validating to me that the data is right. Our next step is, is convincing the rest of our team uh, that, this is, that this is incredibly important, that we together can move this needle.
0: And how much do you share with employees when you when it comes to gaining insight on a particular team that you're going to dive into and and put some resources and time into? Are you letting like the entire organization know through your mobile app, or how do you share the things you're working on and and give them feedback on the time they're taking to share with you through those surveys?
2: We've sent push notifications before, saying, "Hey, we've heard you. Here's what we, here's what we know." Uh, We share some of the dashboard information of overall engagement scores and participation scores. And for the most part, if, if someone came in my office and said, hey, how are we doing in this particular thing? I would, man, I think full disclosure, I don't think there's anything to hide there.
0: And Jason, I know you live by this uh, quote, take care of people and people will take care of you. And I see that's a lot of what Destination Employer is bringing to the workforce at Custom Concrete. I'd love to hear a story or two, if you could illustrate a success story with your employees through their employment with a Custom Concrete and some of the programs that have been affecting them.
2: There are several stories, um, some of them more significant than others, but I think they're all just very satisfying um, one, one particular that I can think of, we've, we've got a guy that's worked for us for a really, really long time and he is a good worker, a good family man. He, uh, didn't know that he was sick. He didn't know that he had a particular issue, but through our, our uh, wellness program, you know, he, he did a blood, uh, a blood draw and, and, and test and, and he recognized that he had some issues and, uh, he was able to get some help from one of our wellness coaches and, and the wellness coach did some one-on-one coaching and he's lost a lot of weight and he's off his meds and he is just has a completely different outlook on life. And not only is he happier and, and probably has, has more quality of life, but I have to believe he's he's probably producing quite a bit better work too. You know? So, I mean, that's, that's an exciting story. Um, stories of, of people who, you know, didn't didn't understand or, or had no hope, no hope at all of, of ever being able to retire um, and, and thinking that they were going to be a an hourly worker for the rest of their life until the day they die. And to be able to set them down and show them our 401k program and how putting money back every week that that someday if they did if they did things right, they have the, the possibility of being a millionaire and they having a lot of money in a 401k that they can retire comfortably at a, at a reasonable age. And to see those lights come on and for them to get excited about it and to, to make that commitment to put a percentage of their money into 401k it is, that's satisfying, you know, uh, because it's it's not just about, you know, pouring concrete. It's about improving, and impacting the lives of, of the people we work with.
0: Those are such great stories. Jason, we're going to take just a quick break and hear from our show sponsor and we'll come back and we want to learn just a couple things about you.
1: In our conversations with ceos and hiring managers we hear they're frustrated with traditional recruiting from outrageous fees to focusing on candidates before clients the process was broken and needed to be fixed enter titus talent titus talent strategy serves its clients using passionate people a proven process and unparalleled performance oh and did we mention they guarantee the performance of their candidates for 12 months if you want to learn how they're disrupting the recruitment space head over to titustalent.com That's T-I-T-U-S-T-A-L-E-N-T.com.
0: All right, and welcome back to Gut Plus Science. So we're concluding our great show today with Jason Ells from Custom Concrete talking about Destination Employer. And now we're going to do what we call the lightning round, which is just an opportunity for us to ask a few questions of Jason and just learn more about him as a person. So Jason, just first thing that comes to mind, you can just give a word or two um, just to share a little bit more about you. Tell us a, a hobby of yours.
2: Right now, I, I like CrossFit. Awesome. Not very good at it. I'm not very good at it, but I do like it. It's, uh, it's, it's dysfunctional fitness has is, is actually been pretty fun uh, challenging yourself.
0: What's one fun fact about you, Jason Ells?
2: I love outside. and um, So if, if you ever see me on time off, I'll probably be outside hanging in a hammock somewhere or, or going on a hike.
0: Okay, Favorite book or book that comes to mind, I guess, right now that you'd like to recommend to our listeners?
2: Well, if you're really committed or if you're curious about engagement and uh, building a culture motivating people i would say that drive by dan pink is a fantastic read and uh, probably if you're anything like me you might want to read it more than once it's it's uh it's great and it's got a lot of helpful hints in it um, agile engagement is another great book uh, just uh, talking about just the, the the notion that you know hey, once you think you have it figured out it's going to change so so be ready uh, and be on your game there Four disciplines of executions. Another great book. Uh, it it doesn't seem like it's an engagement book, but again, if if people feel like they're winning, and and they they can see how to win, they will be engaged.
0: I can second. I can third. Whatever. All three of those very good books. And Jason, uh, to send us off, how can our listeners reach you?
2: LinkedIn. Um, that's that's a great way. You can email me at JasonE at customconcrete.com. Awesome. Those would be the two best ways.
0: All right, Jason, thanks for being on the show. Your passion is apparent, and all of your great ideas have just really come alive in your organization, and it's so neat to see what your team has done around the Destination Employer concept. So this brings us to the Truth You Can Act On section of Gut Plus Science, where my job is to summarize a couple of key takeaways and challenge you as listeners to take back at least one thing and start a conversation or try something new to move the needle on engagement or building that culture that you're trying to develop. So, a couple key things. One, most of us have strong onboarding programs or we're striving to have stronger onboarding programs, but what about offboarding? Are you strategic in your offboarding initiatives and do you have a process for it? Really great takeaway. Uh, Number two, when we're trying to get buy-in from our leadership team or our employees across the organization as a whole, Jason talked about the power of illustrating the wins as early as possible and being as detailed as we can about the stories of impact of what this idea that we're trying to sell and gain buy-in on is doing. So illustrating the wins as early as possible and just sharing those details as, as often as we can. And third, so communication is a challenge most everywhere, but especially in the construction industry where we have many people that are not all together every day. They're out working in the field on multiple different projects. Jason talked about the power of a mobile app for communication, and that's been used for a number of things, to send important messages and updates that are somewhat urgent using push notifications, Posting regular information just to keep everybody in the know through the, the mobile app and allowing a platform to be able to recognize employees and just really get more participation in their recognition initiatives by putting it in the mobile app because most of us have a mobile device on us at any given time and just a great way to bring everyone together. So again, Jason, thanks for all the great takeaways. And I challenge everyone that listened today to take something back and move the needle in your organization on engagement. We'll see you next week on Gut Plus Science. We just left the world a little bit better. Now go do something with it.